0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to It's a Vibe Podcast. My name is Melody, and I'm here with my other host, Mary. Today, we're just going to be having some conversations with each other and touching base on a couple of topics.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into episode three. Uh, we do have a couple of questions here that we can go ahead and I can start us off with. Uh, the first question that we do have here is, do you think you can be friends
0: with your ex? Ooh. Do you want to start? So... I I think it depends, like, on the situation. First off, I'd say right away, no. Don't you agree? Mm. I feel like, like, I'm talking about, like, fresh out of the relationship. Okay. Let's be friends. You know there is no way that you can be friends, like, fresh. That's, like... Yeah. Like, unless, unless, like, your relationship was already coming to an end before you officially ended it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I, it, for me mm. personally it will be a no if it's fresh because i believe that you have to have that space to kind of like navigate around understanding yeah. what friendship is between you two again
0: mm-hmm. i agree because it's like i mean if you're gonna be friends right off the bat when you ended a your relationship you're just gonna end up fucking again you know going Why back not? to <laughs> kidding (laughs) right going back to things again and so i feel like like what you said i do really agree with you need that time away to really establish how can we be friends and can we be friends because it depends on how you ended the relationship if it was like super toxic where they'd hurt you really bad or maybe you hurt them really bad like i feel like talking about friendship right away is not good idea in my opinion
1: yeah I mean I think you know you'll yeah let's stay friends but you really are like trying to avoid each other Mm -hmm. because that's the nicest way to tell someone goodbye (laughs) especially when you're trying to break up with them but I also think it's like the fact of where you both stand to just because if you know you're like hey let's be friends but you feel good about being friends but the other person still has feelings and they're like well, hopefully they'll come around, right? Well, that's not really a friendship, right? Because you're hoping for something else. So I I don't know. It's, it's quite complex. It just depends on the relationship that you have with that person.
0: Okay, so when is it an exception for you? Or like in what situation would it be an exception for you to be friends with them? Like maybe right after you're done with the relationship or when is a good time for you to be like, okay, maybe we can be friends later on?
1: Yeah. So to answer your question on that, um, for the length of time, um, it really just kind of matters on how our relationship was like already before. If there was already a friendship established, just because sometimes people, when they are in a relationship it's more of like an intimate relationship, they don't, they're not really friends. It's kind of like complex in that way, but if we were already having this friendship ready, and if we can move to actually still have that, that I think is possible. But we both still need time to be able to to be able to be on the same page,
0: yeah. I, I hear where you're coming from. It's kind of like it's easier to establish a friendship after when you you have that in your relationship already. yeah, yeah. so and and like you said, it really depends too, because it's kind of like, how you feel may not be the same as how your like your ex felt or how your ex felt may not be the same as how you feel. So I think like you said, you both have to kind of weigh in on, you know, like, okay, maybe you do want a friendship, but what if your ex doesn't, right? Or what if your ex does and you don't, because you still need that time. So yeah, I totally agree. I think it, it really depends on definitely the situation and how you both ended things because It's like, and it's like, the thing too with like friendships, like friendship after you break up is like, like, am I going to this friendship really only believing that it will only be a friendship from here on out? Or is it where I still have some little hope inside that, you know what, maybe, maybe we'll get back together again, right? Yeah,
1: I think that's hard. And also, you know, like when we talk about that friendship, it's kind of like, for example, like, let's say this person and you were together for a while and you guys had gone through some hardship and, you know, maybe, like, so someone had lost their parents and things like that, you know, where it, it becomes very, like, it's, like, very complex where you're there as a friend. That I can see, but if you're just kind of like, hey, I want us to, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: be back in that same cycle of, like, love and there is really no friendship. But yeah, it's it gets complex because I can see why, like, after relationships, someone could be so supportive of their ex mm-hmm. because of the things that they know they've been through and that's that friendship that's
0: so important i agree too um let me see okay so the next question what is your what is one of your you can you know tell one or a couple but what is your most embarrassing moments how do you over like come an embarrassing moment So embarrassing moments, I really have
1: to think about this. I mean, what I do is I laugh it off, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just make fun of yourself. (laughs) Embarrassing moments.
0: That's Uh, true. I feel like the best way to, that's how I handle mine too. Like I laugh it off. Like even when I'm out in public and I like, for example, like I like stumble over myself in public, like I laugh it off because I feel like it's, for me, it feels better to laugh it off than to just like have that embarrassing moment and walk away with shame you yeah. know
1: it, it's it's like i'll go cry later yeah
0: exactly like let me laugh it off now and i'll go cry later um okay so i can go first since um you have to think about yours
1: yeah if i can remember <laughs> that's <laughs> right I, if i want to remember
0: if you guys don't know mary is dory <laughs> like a dory and funny nemo okay so i was out eating with a couple of friends one time at el patron um it's It's like a restaurant.
1: Do I know this story?
0: I don't know. Do you? We'll find out. Okay, (laughs) Okay. so we were out eating and, you know, obviously this was like, this was like a couple of years ago. We were eating and you know how like at El Patron, they usually like bring out the chips, like fresh chips and salsa, the best. And so I was like reaching over for chips and I ended up farting. (laughs) (laughs) I was so embarrassed and my first initial reaction was trying to cover it up. And so my dumb ass was like, blip, 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 blip.
1: <laughs> I could see you doing that.
0: So my dumb ass decided that in order to cover up the fart sound, I shouldn't make random noises with my, my mouth, right?
1: <laughs> That's actually kind of smart, actually.
0: Yeah, it was so stupid and then like um my friends and I started laughing so hard because it's like why was that my initial reaction to me farting right and it was just so embarrassing because I know damn well there was people behind us and yeah it was so embarrassing but um yeah with those situations I mean we just laugh you know what I mean yeah oh I had another um farting like an embarrassing farting moment oh so embarrassing okay so (laughs) it's all about farts (laughs) for real so um like I'm so like I'm really comfortable farting around like my friends
1: yeah and then sometimes she tries to blame on us which is so embarrassing <laughs>
0: yeah and then, but then when it comes to strangers i'm just like oh fuck my life so one time um my roommates and i this was in college and we had um, one of her friends over to come drink my friend's name was hannah and her other friend that came over her name was also hannah we were, like, um, I was pouring shots, okay? You know, like, the jugs of Captain Morgan. And so I, um, since we were all sitting on the ground, I had to go down to the ground. And, like, when I was on the ground, I ended up fucking farting while pouring the fucking <laughs> shot. I
1: don't think I've heard of this one.
0: <laughs> and, like, it was my fucking first time meeting her. And it was so, like, embarrassing. But she was, like, she was those really cool and, like, chill people where she was, like, laugh, She laughed it off. And she was, like, girl, it's okay. I understand. I'm, like... <laughs> Thanks. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, what about you?
1: Well, an embarrassing story of mine was when I was in South Korea. I was studying abroad. Um, I was shopping on my own. So it's, thank goodness, it was just me. But um, I was in Myeongdong, which was a big like shopping center or area that everyone kind of shops at. And like in the subway, there's like bathrooms that you can use. But this day, I had to go to the bathroom, and it was, like, bad. So here I am running to the bathroom. I go and sit on the toilet, and then I looked over, and there was no fucking toilet paper. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do?
0: (laughs) Get up with some doo-doo booty.
1: First option is put your pants back on and go home and throw that underwear away. (laughs) Or I guess the second option was I had, good thing, I was actually wearing socks that day with shoes so I took off my socks and I used it to wipe and throw in the trash and then afterwards thank goodness this like subway also has like shopping center inside and they are known to just have socks all the time that they're sewing so right after I was done I went and bought socks right away and then I went home and I took a fucking shower but Oh, it was horrible. And I actually didn't remember this story because it's been like, what, five years since I've been to Korea. And my friend the other day when I was hanging out with her, she was like, oh my God, remember that sock story? And I'm like, (laughs) she was like, I was like, can you remind me? And then like, I was like, oh my fucking God, this is so embarrassing. I forgot about it.
0: But yeah. I know. I remember the first time you told me I laughed so hard because as funny as it is, like that's pretty fucking smart. Yeah. I, (laughs) I,
1: I, oh, and like their trash cans are pretty like, they don't have like bags Mm -hmm. so I'm just over here like I don't know you know you just like you do what you gotta do you gotta
0: do what you gotta do good luck to those who saw them doo-doo socks
1: (laughs) (laughs) and also like after that I brought toilet paper everywhere like I went just because like in Korea like the chances of having going to a bathroom with no toilet paper is like a really high chance yeah Especially if you gotta go, you gotta go. And I couldn't wait, so... Yeah, yeah.
0: you don't know. Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's smart, though. Like, I never would have thought of using my fucking socks yeah. as toilet paper.
1: And it was a good day, because, like, like, that morning, I think it was, like, kind of, like... I think it was still, like... It was sunny out, so I could have been wearing sandals, right? But I think I was, like, you know, I'm gonna wear shoes. So, thank goodness I actually had socks on, because I don't know what I would have done. Like, just being, like... On the subway and being so self-conscious. Ooh. Oh, I can't. Mm. That's a story.
0: That's hilarious. Did you go to the bathroom in the underground?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like, you know that they for sure have Yep,
0: that. Mm-hmm. exactly.
1: But then like, you know, that's why like when you go to those bathrooms, you have to look to see in the stall that they have like actual, you know, toilet paper. Because, and also in Korea, like you're not supposed to really flush it. You're supposed to throw in the trash, so... When you're in a different country, you're like, fuck, what did I do? Because you're on the toilet already.
0: That's so true. Yeah, that reminds me of um when I went to India, they can't flush their toilet paper either. And so, I mean, and, and this depends on where you go in India. But this, the place where I went to specifically, we couldn't. Um, It was more in a rural area. So then, like, you have to bring a fucking bag to put your... <laughs>
1: you gotta like put it back in your backpack it's kind of like you know like when people go camping right and they actually like you have to dig up your like a hole a hole and then you can't put your toilet paper in there you actually have to put in a bag and then when you are done camping you go throw it out like an actual trash can my older sister she's done it and she's just like yeah like this is so awkward like just holding on to this bag (laughs) we can start with the next question okay um it is going to be do you want you want to read it or do should i read it
0: um, I want to ask you first. So what are turn-ons for you when it comes to men?
1: And this could be anything from like physical it can be, to... It can be
0: anything. It can be like anything. Yeah, physical or personality. It can be, you know, what are some things that you, you like, like, you know, personality or just like traits that they have that are some turn-ons for you
1: um well i would say i mean we have this topic a lot or this yeah this topic comes up a lot between us too um but i thought you were trying to say cheers,
0: cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking uh, we're drinking wine right now and i brought my cup up to the mic <laughs> you thought i was gonna say cheers i was like oh okay we might as well cheers cheers, cheers.
1: <laughs> hmm turn ons mm-hmm. um well for me it's like i like a guy who know what he wants. Talk. <laughs> I <know. laughs> um, So pretty much like being direct, right? Like I, I'm not really into the whole like wishy-washy and like uh, I like you but I don't like you kind of. I, I don't know. I think I prefer someone who's just more directly. Like if they like you, they like you. Yes. Um, I like that. Uh, a guy who's financially responsible. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: someone who can drive. You know, uh, in what ways? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness, in, in that, that way, too. <laughs> oh I know
0: goodness. her, I know her.
1: <laughs> so, another one is someone who can take a joke just because you know, we always joke around a lot, so if they're too serious, that's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just someone who has life because i have my own life and like i think it's kind of like more fun when you're able to have your own life they have their own life and you can share that together Mm -hmm. and still be able to do your own hobbies and still you know be able to enjoy it together but also be have that separate i don't know i think it's just a nicer way to kind of be able to rely on someone or like depend on someone but also be able to have that independence
0: Mm -hmm. yeah independence is really important i feel like that that to me speaks volumes to a healthy relationship. I feel like it's really important to have your own independence. Like you said, you know, like, I feel like it's bad when you cut off all your friends and your family just because of this new person that came into your life. You know, I feel like it's really selfish and unfair. So having that independence is really important. Yeah, because then it's kind of like, you don't feel like you have to, you know, when you want to go out with your friends and stuff, you don't feel like you always have to, um, think of them because they've kind of just cut off everyone yeah, you know? like
1: it's just nice to kind of go off hang with your friend have some time and then come back and hang out with them again and they can have their own free time to do whatever they want to do it's i don't know it's just a nicer balance and like what you said it's healthy yeah okay so
0: for sure financial for sure you said um having a sense of humor for sure for me i think it's um like respect Right. Respect is a huge one. I feel like when a man knows what consent is and when a man knows like how to respect you, like that, that, that goes way beyond. Man, oh man, it's
1: sexy. Consent is sexy. You know how like we used to see all the time, all those posters in college. It's true. It's consent is sexy and it's, it's really nice when a guy can respect your boundaries because it's like if you don't respect it, there's the door.
0: With respect, it, it goes to show you like how they how they treat you, you know, like it's like, yeah, you know, someone can love you, but it doesn't mean that yeah. they respect you, you know, yes. like relationships and just even dating is way more than just um, love, physical affection, things like that. Like respect speaks like volumes and it goes a long way. And if like, if a man or a woman doesn't have respect for you, exactly uh-uh. yeah i gotta like, go out the door. Said,
1: it's like it's not double it's not like double standards like this is like both on you know the girl and guy side of things it's you know mm-hmm. it's
0: important to have respect in a relationship
1: so do you have any more to add on or um, should we move on to the next question
0: let's see i feel like there's others i just can't think of any right now
1: um well i guess you can say like you know shivery is not dead right Oh yeah like you know i i've gone on dates and like it's pretty sexy when guys like walk you to your door to your, or not your door to your car. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. It's like you know. It's just like they don't have to, but it's also just really nice when they do. It's like, oh crap, yeah, thank you for walking me to my car.
0: You no, know, I you know? agree with you. Like, for those of you who don't know, I, I have a boyfriend and. I so
1: more. <laughs> <Shut up.
0: laughs> and so like with you saying with like the chivalry stuff like i totally understand because like he he still opens like doors and stuff for me when we go to the store and stuff
1: oh i need yeah. to see i need to like you know like <laughs> hang out with you guys first so i can see this like. yeah i i love it when guys do that like even mm-hmm. when i saw your younger brother like when you were carrying a lot of heavy stuff oh, and he like wow. came over and helped i was like <gasps> my
0: heart yeah i know and so just like little things like that just kind of like makes your like like heart like skip a beat you know what i'm (laughs) saying like little butterflies inside because it's just like you know it's things that you don't think about but when it happens you're like oh oh that was sweet you know what i mean um and so let me see definitely that um oh one okay so i think this is a huge turn on for me when they're like aware of what is going on in the world
1: yeah right yeah it's nice to and like you don't have to be like super into it if you don't want to be because you know everyone is different but the fact of just kind of understanding the important things that are happening right Mm
0: -hmm. so i I do agree. agree on that right it's like just being aware of like things that are going on just not so like sheltered and so hidden and, um, you know, being open-minded. Open-minded is a huge thing for me.
1: That's true. That I mean, for both of us. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. we, we are so open-minded. Um, we're understanding. So I feel like that's a really big one.
0: That's a that's a must for me, right? Yeah. A necessary one, right? It's like to be open-minded and just so that you can both have conversations about different things and just, oh, and I guess like since we're both Hmong, someone who can like, if they're not Hmong, someone who can appreciate your culture. And, yeah. you know, your traditions and understand you and not fetishize you because you're Asian. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's that's a big one. That's definitely a big one. And it's like being able to... See, that's the thing. You know, like we're talking about like being Asian too. And it's like, like can you deal with someone who actually don't eat Asian food? You know, like, can you? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think I can date someone who can, like don't want to eat Asian food.
0: Yeah, so like, I guess like for me, it's like, it depends on how they act towards it.
1: Oh, that's true. It's it's about that respect. Yes,
0: right. It's that respect. It's like like I understand if it's not fear, you know, maybe they don't have um they just don't like it, but it's the respect. So it's kind of like, Oh, you know, I just prefer to um eat this instead or if they're open to trying and they realize that they don't like it, then okay. You know yeah. what I mean? But someone who just straight off the bat who has never tried something and they're just like, Oh, that's fucking nasty or that smells like shit
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i can't stand
0: those people like i can't stand it when like like they they judge the smell of your food or how your food looks like you know so it depends on how they go on about it
1: that's true that's true i don't know i don't I like i don't know i think it's kind of hard i think it just because i'm like debating like you know like imagine like living with someone where don't they only eat american food mm-hmm. and you have to cook your asian food on the side and like They're like, I only want, but you know, I'm not going to be cooking for you. So
0: (laughs) that's also different. (laughs) Yeah,
1: That's why I was thinking just because I like, I know someone who like the significant other, they don't eat Asian food. Mm. And so like she has to cook two different dish. So in my world, I'm like, okay, you're cooking your own dish. Okay.
0: See, that's the difference. So for me, it's like, if you don't want to eat what I eat, that's okay. But you better cook your own fucking dish. Don't expect me to cook what you want.
1: I just, I just can't imagine going to like events and being like, sorry, like we're going to eat Asian food. So you're going to have to order KFC before, you know, I, I think, I don't know. Like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, like, you know what, if this person's, I just don't know. It's complex.
0: Yeah. That's very really true. Cause even when like I, um, my boyfriend eats most of the, the Asian food that I cook and there are certain foods that he doesn't eat, but when he doesn't eat it, he doesn't expect me to cook something else yeah. for him. and. I mean, I'm like, okay, you can go eat something else.
1: Yeah, order something else. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and so it's just like, to think about what you said, I don't know if...
1: You don't know until it happens. Yeah. As of right now, if I think about it, I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, I think just think about it. I'm like, it will be kind of hard if my significant other didn't like eating Asian food, period. Like, at all. at all. At all. So that would be pretty difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so our next question it's just kind of like a pretty broader question but um just kind of tells you guys a little bit more about us just kind of asking are you an extrovert introvert like how are you like in social setting you know
0: etc extrovert introvert it's so these these things are can be so tricky because i think it's because like i'm in between what do they call it um
1: ambivert yeah yeah
0: i'm you know there's another
1: one too there's one that's like
0: oh omnivert.
1: yeah Yeah. i was looking at it i was like oh i like i'm in between me too but i think i am more on the ambivert
0: yeah ambivert yeah i i would say i'm an ambivert i'm in between i have both like qualities of an extrovert and introvert especially like as i get older i'm an ambivert but when i was younger i was an extrovert
1: what do you like being an ambivert you kind of lean toward a specific side though are you more of like an extrovert kind of like because like for me Mm -hmm. i'm more on the introverted side because i feel like so like for example i lose energy Mm -hmm. after hanging out with people i'm like holy shit like i need to have a couple weeks off (laughs) so that's like me right
0: i guess like for me it depends on the social setting and situation so i have a thing where it's like if I do things alone for a period that's too long, I start to get antsy and I start to get like, I need to fucking go out, right? But then if I, I, right? But then if I go out and I'm like with people, my battery's like, girl, you need a a week of vacation by yourself,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) That's true. And you know what's funny too? It's like, I think I'm more on the introverted side, right? So because I'm more on the introverted side, I like, when we have events, I get so excited. Mm -hmm. And then when it's coming closer, I get you dread it i dread it i'm like oh i hope they cancel i hope they cancel but then like you know i end up going and i'm like oh fuck good thing i went because like i was like holy shit i really needed to go out Mm -hmm. but i do i'm not gonna lie as a person i think i used to feel super bad about it but it's just because i'm like oh i'm i'm more introverted so that's why i kind of feel that way which isn't a bad thing. It's just, you know, when you dread going to it, then you're like, holy shit, I, I'm glad I came.
0: Yeah, I know. I totally get it. Or it's like when you do feel really determined to actually go out and socialize, right? Yes. And you have like the best time. But then after that, you're like, okay, uh-uh. Uh-uh.
1: I'm good for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> right?
0: So have you always been an ambivert or did things change when you got older? Because things changed when, like as I started like getting older,
1: well, I am an introvert, right? So that's you to, to even why. begin with. Yeah, because you know, like when I like like my parents don't like us going out a lot, so I'm used to that. And then I got to college, and we were going out all the time. Like mm-hmm. every time, we were always sleeping over at someone else's place, and so like I got used to that. But then you know, like like I was able to be like, oh yes, I am an extrovert, but I'm also more on the introvert side.
0: Okay. When when I was younger, I was like a huge extrovert all the way up until. Um, all the way up until college, like I was just always a huge extrovert.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and
0: I think like because I was just such a huge extrovert throughout my whole entire life. As I got older, I'm like, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. But it was it was definitely harder as I got older. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm done. I'm done with the party life. I'm done with the socializing life. You know, I can't do it. But no sometimes.
1: We don't mind it. <laughs> we don't mind.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it comes back, but I think it's because, like, growing up, um, I moved so much, and I was always the new fucking kid at the school. Oh. Yeah. Where I had no choice. Well, to me, I felt like I had no choice but to be like a social butterfly and an extrovert in order to you know get to know people and things like that you know
1: yeah that totally makes sense Mm kind of just still going off the same topic how are you like in social setting just because like for me right in social setting like I don't mind going to like a big group but I don't like to be the center of attention you know that Mm -hmm. it's like when you're like hey Mary what do you think and I'm like in front of everyone I'm like fuck you (laughs) but like I don't mind going and like to parties right but I can do really well with just going and talking to people one by one mm-hmm. but like we're like introducing ourselves in front of everyone and i'm like fuck i don't want to do this
0: yeah yeah mary hates being the center of attention
1: yeah i hate it like
0: every any opportunity i try to get her to be she's like oh you
1: bitch <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm like oh like when you guys threw me a surprise birthday party thank goodness i drank i like was drinking some like wine beforehand and like for me i was like oh my goodness but in my head i was like i would have been overthinking Yep. and even afterwards you're like thank goodness you had some drinks yeah (laughs) no seriously yeah that's very
0: true um it depends on the social setting but like let's say if it's like a party or we're going out to the bars i do really well with um just going to a group and just like talking or just Socializing with strangers, I'm, like, I'm okay with that. I think it's because, like, I used to be such a huge extrovert that, like, I still have no issues doing it, you know? But it depends on the vibe. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. If I go into um, a party or, like, a bar, you know, somewhere where it has a lot of people or even, like, yeah, just, like, a huge gathering, it depends on the vibe where I'm able to put myself in or not because, like, I'm I'm a really intuitive person, so I read the Everyone's energy, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and I
0: feed off of that. Yeah, and so if I if I read that, you know, I'm not uh uh-uh, uh this this thing for me, I'm gonna step back and just do my own thing, you know. But I'm like, this is for me, you know. Like <laughs> I can fucking go and vibe with some strangers and just yeah. have fun. Then I'm gonna go up to them. Let's cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: Excuse us. Intermission for a wine.
1: <laughs> okay, you're gonna pour it because like okay. Do this
0: this bottle is fucking huge
1: it's heavy (laughs) i don't got no arm strength
0: okay you need some more
1: yeah are we finishing it we're definitely finishing it let's finish it
0: okay you're pouring way more yeah it's okay you can give me
1: some later this is so you (laughs) (laughs) we're like drinking out of this um so we're drinking stella rosa black and i got this really big bottle it's like, I don't
0: know how many ounces it is. It's like. It should, it should. is it at the back? It's fucking huge though. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the them huge bottles that you see that are for display.
1: Dude, you know, when we bought it, the guy up, like, at the front, at the cashier, he was, like, it was pretty, pretty funny. He was just, like, oh, yeah, you sure you don't want to get more? Because, like, you know, right now, it's going to take a while for us to, like, order some more. I'm, like, nah, I'm good. He's, like, are you sure? I'm, like, I said I'm good. <laughs> I was, and I told him, at the end, I was, like, good marketing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud.
0: <laughs> like, that's hilarious.
1: Okay, so let me ask you our next question, which is just, what do you look for in a friend? Melody.
0: What do I look for in a friend? As I get older, especially, someone who's just real. Not real as in like, we're just like a straight up bitch, but you know, like <laughs> real as in where like they still have a filter, but they're able to tell you how things are, you know, because they genuinely care for you. Yeah, you know
1: exactly. We don't need no compulsive liars. No, seriously,
0: <laughs> had way too many of those. Oh my goodness. Um, and so just someone who is real, someone who's just like down to earth. I realize I get along with people who are really down to earth. That's me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just people who are down to earth, who are really just like really genuine people, you know. And like for sure with friends, I really look for someone who is not like possessive with their friends you know what I'm talking about like I I don't like um those people where they're like I want to do everything you're doing with your other friends or it's like like who wants to be included in everything you do because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the independence is still really important even in friendships right
1: I think you know that's why we get along so well because we have our own friends we have our other friends besides just us and it's okay and it's amazing to have that
0: yeah exactly you get to share
1: your own life and you get to go have your own other friends that does other stuff that maybe your friend specifically that you're hanging out with at that moment doesn't want to do
0: yeah exactly and i think it's just really nice to just have like your your own life your own group of friends you know your own hobbies because it's like the thing with like with friends is that not every friend you have is going to do the same thing you do with your other friends. Each friend is different. They bring different sides of you. They all do different things. Like you said, one friend may do this, but the other one might not. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, you know what? I know who to go to, to go out with. And I know who to go to when, you know, maybe I just want something more relaxing, Yes. right? Or maybe yes. there are friends who do both, right? Exactly. So um, for sure that, just having that independence in friends is really good too. And I um, also like, with like uh with friends i i really appreciate friends who don't make you feel guilty when you don't invite them to certain things and that has to do with the independence thing too i feel like because it's kind of like well, maybe this event or maybe this hangout was just for me and that particular friend or these group of friends, you know? But then I don't like it when there's people who are like, no invite, wow. Like, they make you feel guilty and stuff, right? Yeah. It's just like, are, what are we? Like, in fucking middle school or high school,
1: you know? Yeah. I mean, you you taught me this too, where it's like, you know, when you go on a trip with someone, like, you don't need to feel bad if you want to go with only one specific person or if you want to go with only that specific group because you are paying to go on a trip to kind of have a vacation and you don't want to be sitting there like, Mm -hmm. why did I go with this person? And I think you taught me that that it's okay to go with different people and it's okay to not be like uptight or like be kind of like mad about it, you Mm -hmm. know, or like kind of walk in eggshell because you're like, we can't tell that person that yes. i'm going on this trip i think that's scary
0: yeah me too it's because
1: like who knows how people feel but in the end of the day it's like i'm not in control of your feelings
0: mm-hmm, yep it's, that's so true i feel like we need to start like normalizing more that it's okay to do certain things without certain friends no matter how close you are to them right yeah, yeah like you said especially with the trip thing it's like Man, it's, a I, big thing. it's a huge thing right we know
1: that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like
0: i don't want my fucking trip ruined ruin because of this person and you know like the thing is is that but that's how friendships are too like certain friends are not meant to do certain things with you and that's okay but yeah. sometimes we have to learn the hard way and when we learn that we're like okay so i love you to death but damn i can't do this with you you yeah. know what i'm saying and that's okay it's the same with family right exactly it's like shit i cannot fucking go with my sister right (laughs) yeah
1: like fuck no
0: Mm -hmm. and so yeah so that's the number one thing too is just like i i i really appreciate friends who like understand that it's okay to do things on your own without shaming you for it and without making them feel guilty
1: yeah and i mean like you know if you have questions about right like How come? You know, be honest. Just have a conversation. You know, in the end of the day, like be honest back. You know.
0: Yeah, that's the thing too. Is just kind of like being able to have like those conversations where it's like, oh, you know, like if they were hurt about it, that they can bring it up to you instead and talk with you instead of holding a grudge. Oh, and another one, like friends that really, really support you. Yeah. I I hate. Okay, like I don't even. Yeah, I hate competition. I don't even view those as friendships, right? Like, it just goes to show how much they have to work on themselves, but it just don't bring that energy to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't have those friendships where it's like, they feel like they're always in a competition with you and they can't be happy for you. And if you do something, then they need to do something to be better than you. And it's just like, that's not what friends are. That's, I feel like you should never feel like that with someone
1: yeah i mean like it's normal human instinct to you know maybe feel a little like tad jealousy let's say right because like you're human but to like check in on yourself like or like put yourself on check like why am i feeling this way instead of like i want to beat you at it Mm -hmm. right because i think that's dangerous and like with friendship when you see that it's like you're no longer friends when you're like constantly trying to compete with me sorry but we're not friends
0: yeah yeah i totally like, agree
1: it's really hard enough to like be a better person for yourself right like i'm trying to compete with myself right now like <laughs>
0: yeah you should only be your, like your own competition you know what i mean i i feel like it's and it's just so draining right it is draining. it's like i feel like for someone to constantly be in that mindset it's draining and it's like Like you already feel like this. Like, don't you feel bad for yourself enough? Like like you said, I think it's really important to be like, okay, you know, maybe like for that person to be like, Okay, maybe I do feel jealous, but why do I feel like this? And what can I work on to make me feel better, not to be better than them? Like everyone has their own journey, everyone has their own timeline of things and Um, just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you need to like everyone has their own timing for things i think what matters is that you have those kind of friends around you to make you want to do better for yourself yes you know like i feel like it's really good to be surrounded by friends who are always doing better for themselves and are go-getters right um exactly and so that it can help motivate you too but there's a difference when you start to kind of Hold things against them, or feel really better—you know what I mean—towards someone else just because of what you're not like, of what you haven't accomplished yet for yourself.
1: Yeah, and it's also just having that open communication, right? It's like, hey, by the way, I don't know, but I've been kind of feeling this way. Like, what do you think I should be doing? To you know, like, I don't know, just having that open conversation about like this is how i feel and i know it's not okay or whatever it Mm -hmm. is because i think it allows them or allows you as a person to be like what what do you do to get to where you are right because that kind of opens up that conversation of like I'm not jealous of you. I think I just want to know how you're getting there.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's all about helping each other. Yeah. Right? And so it's like, if you're wondering how your friend got to one place, maybe ask them for some advice. Even if it's just like, you know, some advice on, you know, what you can maybe do to like save more money. Or maybe it's just, you know, what are some advice you can give me to boost my confidence? Because I see that in you, you know? And so...
1: Kind of like just talking about that. It's kind of like a, like a pride thing, though. Because, you know, in the end of the day, it's about really understanding yourself and being aware that, yes, I do feel that way. And, yes, I'm going to take my pride down a little and talk about it. People sometimes are too prideful to kind of have those
0: conversations. Right. It's unfortunate, right? Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Sometimes your pride can get the best of you if you don't let it down. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, friendship is complicated. But in the end of the day, it's kind of just, you know, what you're looking for and who you are as a person and just kind of trying to realize what kind of friendship you want long-term, if that's what
0: you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing, too, is that, like, it's not like, okay, yeah, like, I mean, unless that friend was really toxic, then you're like, okay, maybe I do need to cut them off. But then, like, for certain friends where you feel like, uh, like, Maybe I can't, maybe, you know, I just don't really, uh, when you find out that you don't really actually vibe with them, when you realize their attentions are not true, you know, sometimes you can really just put them at an arm's length and know that they're like that and then set boundaries so that you don't ever get treated that way again, you know? Like, you can still be mutual with them, but you have put up boundaries and then you're like, okay, you know, like, I put up boundaries and I'm gonna put you at arm's length because I found out how you are. Because it's like, you know, if if you want to you can talk to them about it but if you're you're the type of person where you rather just not talk about it then it's good to just put them at an arm's length put up some boundaries and go on from there just stay mutual you know but if it's someone toxic and you have to cut off just do it anyways so let's wrap up our third episode yeah so um Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Thank you for listening to us. And please submit questions, DM us, or send us an email. Any questions you have for advice, or you can even send us an email or DM us any topics that you would like us to touch base on.
1: Once again, yeah, thank you so much for just tuning in to our third episode. Uh, we really hope that you guys do and en- or did enjoy it. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.